Welcome to the Sheriff's Report with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. This podcast is part of the Henderson County Network. Good morning, Sheriff. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Now, it's been a little bit since we've talked to each other, so we have a whole lot to get into. Um, so let's get started right away this morning with the stats. Yeah, since we met last, there's been 316 individuals booked into jail, 87 females, 229 males. Our average so far this year is 410. Um, there's 101 contract inmates here today and there's 438 in custody today um, out of the 316 that's been booked in the sheriff's office arrested 178 of those and then um, since we've met last there's been 79 dogs or cats impounded at our two local animal shelters here in Henderson County by the sheriff's office and it's been about a month it's been about a month yes sir yeah, and uh, those numbers, that's actually the population's a little high. It, it has been, it's been growing up a little bit, uh, and then, of course, our, out of, our contract inmates have and crept up a little bit. Going up a little bit as well. Um, and as we've said, you know, it's been a little bit since we've spoken, and there's a really good reason for that. It's been budget time. You have been really busy the last four to six weeks banging together your budget, and I know that you finally got to the point where I think that's that's pretty much final. It is. The court actually voted on the 2024 budget uh, yesterday in commissioner's court, so we've got that behind us. Um, it was a long budget process this year. Of course, they all are, so it's no, no different, but, uh, uh, you know, the court came up with what I believe is a good budget for the sheriff's office. Um, they worked with us really, really well. And uh, we were able to get some some needed changes that that will be taking effect uh, next year. Okay, so we don't want to get into the nuts and bolts, but how about a highlight or two? What, what what's one of the highlights of the budget as far as you're concerned? Well, uh, one thing that they were able to do was we took. Of course, we've been working with the uh, municipalities here, and they've been putting in money for the Crimes Against Children Task Force. So we took that money and budgeted it for 2024 to create a new uh, investigator's position. And um, so January one, that will go into effect. However, I had a couple deputy spots open. And I just hired a that investigator. She started yesterday. Uh, Deputy Megan Hogan came back to us. She is going to be a Crimes Against Children investigator. She's already started here now uh, as a deputy and will be promoted to investigator when that money is available in 2024. So we've got another uh, investigator working with the Crimes Against Children Task Force, which is um, just going to help them. Uh, they're working a lot of cases. They've seen a lot of kids, unfortunately, this year. But we knew that was going to happen when we just took on the, the bigger caseload from the well, municipalities. The that whole was, reason to was, invent or to create the task force was the fact that there was an understanding between you and the district attorney's office and the help center, Maggie's house, that this need was there. Yes. And it looks like the the state's starting to catch up a little bit as well. Um, I know that there are some new laws that went into effect starting September 1st, last Friday, and one of those had to do with training, uh, some, some more training for 
law enforcement being mandated in this area? Yes. Uh, all officers now are mandated to take training on child death investigations, um, which we, we hope they, those never happen, but they, we've worked some in the past. And that's just going to help everybody. Um, basically, everybody's going to receive that training. And, of course, those deputies or uh, police officers are, gonna, are the ones that are out there taking the initial report. So they're going to have uh, more knowledge in those types of trainings. And so they'll be able to conduct those investigations more thoroughly. And then, naturally, they'll be passed off to the Crimes Against Children Task Force here Um who has a lot of training in these types of in, uh, investigations. So uh, it's, it just kind of goes all hand-in-hand hand together, and, and uh, we're, we're excited to, for everybody to get more training and see where this goes. Yeah, it's just, it, it, and we've talked about it before, uh, so I don't want to get too deep into it, but even with the new um, building that's being put up, the new facility over at the Help Center in all Henderson County has actually become a real center for this sort of thinking, this forward thinking about um, crimes against children, and it's good to see. Now, that's not the only new law going into effect. No, no. Uh, September 1st, there was lots of laws that went into effect. I believe there was a little over 700 laws that changed. Um, We're not going to go over all 700, are we? <laughs> no, sir. All right. No, sir. I just wanted to highlight some. Uh, you know, there's the legislature... Uh, Concentrated a lot on school safety, um, which you know they they needed to do that. Um, so now all schools uh, throughout the state will have someone armed on all campuses, whether it be a police officer, whether it be a marshal, a school marshal, or a guardian, depending on what the school ISDs do. Um, there was lots of schools that added more police officers to their ISD PDs, um, which I think is a is a good thing, and then. Um, all officers across the state are now mandated to take active shooter training, which we've done that for years. But now everybody has to put in, every officer in the state of Texas has to have 16 hours of active shooter training every two years. Um, of course, we're lucky in Henderson County. We've always worked well with our school districts, and, and we've had these trainings and went from school to school to uh use their facilities for the training, so I'm hoping we're going to continue to do that, but there's going to be a lot more of those classes because everybody has to have them now. It's a mandate. And then they also uh, created another law that uh, the sheriffs are now responsible for having two school safety meetings per year, and basically what that's going to consist of is uh, I'll have a meeting twice a year with all the school districts, all the fire chiefs, all the police chiefs, EMS personnel, all the constables, the rangers, DPS, and basically we're going to try to get all together and come in the same room and try to get everybody on the same page, which which we're, we've had these meetings in the past. Um, now I just have to basically come up with an agenda and send an agenda and the attendance uh, roster to TEA. Uh, I'm hoping to have our first meeting around November and then have another one at the end of the or later around uh, you know closer to the end of the school year. But uh, I think it's a good thing for everybody uh, to get in the same room and talk about how the schools are set up. And I'd really like for everybody to come on board and and uh, have a numbering system and all the schools be 
numbered the same, the doors, the windows, uh, you know, just that way when your officer arrives on scene, you don't have to worry about, well, uh, Brownsboro does it this way, Malakoff does it this way. So uh, this is a good thing. And uh, so hopefully we'll get all those off the ground and, and start start having those meetings. Um, there is a couple more little laws that I wanted to talk about. Uh, fentanyl we've talked about in the past, and it is a, a deadly, deadly drug. And we've seen more and more here in Henderson County. We've actually had one fentanyl death in Henderson County that has been confirmed, um, waiting on toxicology on a couple more. So uh, now if someone overdoses while using fentanyl and you can tie that drug back to where they got the fentanyl from to the dealer, the uh, dealer can actually be charged with murder. Um wouldn't have probably been possible without this new legislation. So uh, our legislatures are still trying to come up with laws uh, making fentanyl, uh, you know, the punishment for fentanyl uh, harsh because it is so deadly. And then there's another law that they come up with. And to be honest with you, I, this, this one uh, just makes so much sense to me. Uh, it's now boating while intoxicated. There's always been a boating while intoxicated law. However, they've changed that to be uh, upgraded penalty if you have a child younger than the age of 15 on the boat. Um, they've had this law for uh, vehicles for years. Um, they've just added boating while intoxicated with a child younger than 15. It's now a state jail felony if somebody is on the boat that's younger than 15 and you're operating the boat. Uh, intoxicated so I think that's a good thing we've got three lakes here in Henderson County um, you know and lakes are always full uh, on holidays we just finished up Labor Day and uh, I think this is this is a, a law that needed to be on the books yeah we know that driving while intoxicated is a problem but it just seems to me anecdotally that boating is much more common Yes. Boating while intoxicated is much more common. Yes, 100% people are out there on the lake having a good time. Yeah. Um, and things the happen. Sun, yes. Out on the water, out there for a long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So those are some of the new laws that went into effect this past Friday, September 1st. Uh, I also know that uh, recently you've had the chance to do one of your favorite things. It was time for the deputies of the quarter. Yes, I met with uh, three outstanding employees this morning and was able to award them with deputy of the quarter. Um, I always enjoy this. Uh, uh, we named uh, communications officer Sarah Fisher as communications officer of the quarter, um, detention officer Michelle Briggs, as detention officer of the quarter and then deputy Jose Romero uh, was offered, was uh, awarded deputy of the quarter. And all three of these individuals, um, um, the last couple of months have went uh, above and beyond their, their outstanding employees. And uh, not to take away from the other employees we have here, um, everybody does a really good job. These three just t tended to stand out this, uh, this quarter. All right. Well, Thank you for giving us a chance to come in and see what's going on in the sheriff's office. Sheriff, real quick, hey, start of the school year, we know that's a big time for just about, for everybody in the county, everything gets revved up. How is the start of the school year going around the county? Everything seems to be going really, really well. Uh, 
I was hoping that, uh, you know, our call load would actually decrease. It happens from time to time when school starts back. It, it has not really decreased this year. But uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the heat that we're going through. Uh, I'm hoping if it cools off, uh, our call load may go down a little bit. But uh, everybody's been back to school, and and everything's rocking like it needs to be going on. And, and uh, everything, we're, we're blessed here in Henderson County. All right. Well, there you go, friends. Uh, thank you for listening. Sheriff, thank you for letting us see what's going on in our sheriff's office, and we will catch up with you soon. Thank you.